It's a very special birdcast from Vietnam. Thank you, thank you, gentlemen and guns, coming. Uh, you like this editing? Pretty top-notch. That was one of my Vietnamese porters uh, by a campfire late one night. You'll find out where we were at the end of this podcast. Um, and we were all drinking and listening to him play, and it was just magical. It's when I'm sure it's not good when you listen to it, but when you were there, oh boy. There's going to be a lot more podcasts like this. I'm in Africa for three, me- three weeks in January. So expect some from, uh, from Tanzania, uh, from uh, Cape Town, and, uh, and so on. Go to BurtBurtBurt.com and get brand new, just out, Burtcast coffee mugs, rocket at work. Take pictures of you drinking Burtcast coffee, whatever. Uh, there's new Burtcast shirts too that look fantastic. It is the Burtcast logo that you see uh, on iTunes. Um, New Year's Eve, I'm at the Irvine Improv. Two shows. My wife will be there, I'm sure. I'm bringing her on stage. In Tampa, Florida, I will be doing a call in sick to work show. First time ever. Cowhead will be there. It's January 29th or the Friday before Gasparilla, whenever that is. I'm sure Galvin, Spanish, and Carmen will be doing backflips. Happy holidays. Listen to this. All right. Was this living in their room? What's that? Yeah, that's in their room. It's Bert. I'm on a train in Vietnam. I had could not miss this opportunity to do a live podcast. Live podcast? What the fuck's wrong with me? Live podcast. Come on, B-Man. Get your head out of your ass. I'm with my two cast members. I found them on the street in uh, Vietnam, in uh, in Cleveland. I found them on the street in Cleveland. They're uh, uh, street performers, and they're amazing, and they're absolutely amazing. And so I decided to. I have my shit out. I'm podcasting a little bit, so feel free to just come in and be a part of just getting your stuff real life, real life. Um, John Sales just walked in the room. Tyler Ever just walked in the room. And these are tiny fucking rooms. These are the same size of the rooms. Uh, in, that I was on the train in Russia Different doors As I remember Because these doors are a lot louder But uh, these are identical And so everyone put their backpacks And their bags underneath the beds And there's more than enough room So what we did when, back in the day Not to talk But it's like look It's a little bit of cyclicality I kept saying it would be ironic If this train cra- crashed and I died on it But what we do is we slide those doors open at night And then little Igor would slide in Pull bags out into the hallway Rob them, put them back in. Not proud of it. It's only fitting if I get robbed on this train tonight. <laughs> so, uh, I'm having a beer. We are done. And uh, our boys are in the other room. They are amazing guitarists. Let's listen to a little bit. You know what? Let's make this a live action podcast. Paul's directing them. Just kind of. Oh, hey, hey, guys. Let me slide in. Can I slide in? Give room for me? All right. So. This is my podcast. Uh, these are my two... That's, I know that it's squeaking. It's the Dinkum system. These are my two travelers. you want to play some guitar for them? Yeah, for sure. Okay, here we go. Definitely, definitely. Just uh, do a little bit of this. By the way, I know that... It's getting hurt at all. I'll make it hurt. Okay, there you go. Just play.
got that to look forward to on Trip Flip Vietnam. This is Chris. Chris says, what's the name of your band? The name of my band is Persons, Places, Things. Or just nouns, if you prefer. And just nouns. <laughs> and this is James. James, what's the name of your band? Tropodelic. Tropodelic. They're out of Cleveland. I know I got fans in Ohio. So go see these kids play. Uh, we got our ears clean today. It is epic. We got, we're in Vietnam, and we are... Uh, we are... <laughs> Having an absolute blast. Having an absolute blast. Chris got his haircut. We rode motorcycles around. We have a big day planned tomorrow. We went out to uh, Napong Bay. That's what I want to talk to you about next. Halong Bay. We were at Cat Bob Beach. Most of our food looks at us. The food has been absolutely fantastic. I mean, utterly fantastic. And I want to talk to you about this trip. Hey, can I have a... Is, do we have any beers in there? Yeah. I want to talk to you about this trip. And I know it sounds loud. And I know it sounds like you're on a train. But it should sound like you're on a train. Because you are on a train. I'm on a train. We're both on a train. Am I talking too hot into this? When it beeps, that means I'm going high levels, right? Yeah, like right now? Okay. Well, is it too... Should it, would it help if I just turned it down some sales? Sure, of course. Does that help? Is that better? Is that better? Like That's that? still kind of hot. How about that? I think I'm turning it the wrong way. I'm turning it the wrong way. Sorry. There you go. That better? Uh, yeah, until you get Keep going? super loud. Hey, no, no, that's, try that. Okay. All right. Sorry, guys. Sorry for that. Hey, will you pass me a beer in there? Yeah. That's my sound guy, John Sales. That's a nice cold tiger. All right. Here we go. Where's Callie? Okay, I'm coming in. Oh, perfect. That's what we're talking about. What's, um... This is my podcast, Chris, and you're not allowed to speak. Okay. This is, you, got the, you got the kibosh. All right, so. Excuse the, what you're going to hear right now. Okay. So, here's what I want. Yep. Scoot up, Callie. Scoot up. Okay. Chris, you're totally allowed to talk. Okay. Right now. Guys, what you just heard is Chris saying. She's your crowd favorite. She was on the Peter Jackson <laughs> podcast. She had the line, uh, tune in Tokyo. But I want to talk about Vietnam. I want people to be able to have this trip. Yep. Okay? We've had an amazing time. Now, TT's here. TT is our fixer. TT? Yes, I'm here. TT is Vietnamese. <laughs> so I want, to, I, want to, I want to share this trip with people so that they can enjoy this country. It's a gorgeous country. It's overwhelming, and it, in, I, I believe, sensationally... It, it feels like you have, someone's got their fingers in your mouth when you're here. Like, there is not a Vietnamese word for personal space, is there? Uh, ambulance. No. TT, it doesn't help when you nod or shake your it head. Yeah. This is audio. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, so is it, you just, personal space is like disregarded in Vietnam. You, know what, you don't even know what that is, do you? No. Okay, like, see how close Kristen is to you right now? Yeah. That's personal space. Like when someone's touching you next to you, or like gets in your face. Like today, Laura, Laura, uh, Weatherly, Lara, Lara, how do I say it? Lara. Lara, Lara. Sounds Lara. like an old lady just saying it back to her. Lara! I thought I told you, you gotta get my groceries. Miss <laughs> Jackson, I did. I, I told y'all, like, the 2% milk, this is good. Vitamin D, Lara! Lara! Did you put gas in my car? I did, Miss Miss Jackson. Laura, did you put 89 octane, Laura? Now, um, Laura is uh, a little bit of a baller. She is not uh, the kind of person that uh, 
likes to be put in a back seat, put in a corner. She is baby. She can scuba dive. She can rock climb. She can do it at all. She is a camera person. Do you like how I said that? Camera person. And uh, today she was loading gear onto a tra- onto a boat, and someone slapped her. Five men slapped her. And I kept I kept taunting her and going, they, they're, they're yelling, and I go, they're telling you it's because you're a woman. <laughs> and they were, I'm sure. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, there's no, it's, physical space here is fucking. We like, like touching. You like touching? Vietnamese, <laughs> Vietnamese people call is the uh, high contact country. It's a high contact country. New country, low contact. So you, you need the space. Vietnamese, they don't. They are very close. Could you could you argue? And I say this. And tell me if I'm being offensive. Could you say Vietnamese people are pushy? Cannot be a pussy. Why the not? Pussy? Not pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys pussies. <laughs> no, are you pushy? Like like oh, pushing? Like yes. You buy postcard now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, by now, okay. Oh, okay. Hustling. Hustling. Yes. You guys are hustlers. Yes. So, because uh, like we've, how many postcards have we bought? I, I bought five hundred postcards. <laughs> you bought, 500? you bought fifteen oh, chopsticks. Wow. I can't stop eating egg She's sandwiches. If I pass one person making a fucking egg sandwich, I buy the egg sandwich. It is the best thing I've ever had. The food in Vietnam. You were critiquing the egg sandwich preparation today. Well, well that one was a sketchy chick. That was. Based on your experience in Vietnam, Vietnam, do you remember the lady that when you walked across from the dock, who was like hustling, she had the gloves on, which was ironic because she clearly had no sense of hygiene in that whole setup. She had like a, like a, you know, you saw that lady, right? And then you saw the lady, where did you get our sandwiches that night we were at Charlie's, at Mr. Goodbar? Right downstairs. This is outside. Right downstairs. That's where we were getting them this morning. Yeah. Yeah, I want to cross the street to that lady. You know that lady? Yeah. That was not... It was so disgusting the way she made that. She cooked it underneath her thing, and she, like, cracked the eggs into a cup. I am not certain had eggs in it before, yeah. but or had been clean. And I, I watched her make it, and I couldn't eat it. I was like, I give it to Tyler. I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. Is Tyler sick? I don't know. We're going to see. Keep drinking oh, seven. Yeah. You know what? That's exactly how the other one was made. She had a cup too. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the lady we got that sandwich from, that egg sandwich, the food in Vietnam, why is your food so good? Because it's fresh. It's very fresh. Everything is fresh. Like seafood had to be, you eat when it's dinner alive. So they yeah. keep everything in alive. Vegetable is very, very fresh. Yeah. So we don't keep in the fridge. Really? We don't have freezer, we don't frozen the food. So we go to market twice a day, one for lunch and one for dinner. Really? So we don't store the food in the fridge. I love Vietnamese food. I love the flavors. I love the spices. I love the bread. Best bread in the country. Best bread in the world. In my opinion, Vietnamese baguettes are the, is the best bread in the world. Now, um, how would you describe traffic in your country? The traffic is yeah. living chaos. Chaos? For everyone, uh, first time travel to Vietnam. It looks crazy, but still works. People are going around you, and you know, you can find crossing, cross the street without the motorbike running like, around you. No, yeah, but it's like a controlled chaos, correct? Yes, it's controlled chaos. I feel like, I feel like, it's the kind of chaos that happens when you fall in love. 
Like, you don't know what your emotions are, but you know they're going in the right directions. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I'm driving... We drove we drove motorcycles through uh, traffic in Vietnam today. And th- there, there is nothing to do justice to that until you see it. You can't describe it. You can't... I can't tell you about it. Fucking chaos. And now... Okay, now talk about the ear cleanings. Is that popular here? It's very popular for Vietnamese men. No... Not for women. Really? Why have you do you get your ears clean? Uh, I did a couple of times, but I haven't done it for a while because you know they would teach you how to clean the ear at home sometimes. Yeah, you clean your own ears. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, all right. Uh, but they freak out when you see the, how the people are doing it. They take uh, what would you'd only imagine a dominatrix would use when she was working on like like specific areas of your body. Like it looks like it was. It looks like it looks like surgical equipment. They take surgical equipment. It looks run, like dental scrapers. It looks right? like dental scrapers, yeah. and you are on the side of the road by my, by the heaviest trafficked road where everyone's going forty miles an hour, and the, they're putting steel the mirrors hanging up. There's it's and they put a mirror just right on the cement wall, and it is and it is amazing. I I'm gonna. I wish. Do they have those in America? Do you think? I don't no. think so. Not on the street. Like I'm that. sure our on Surgeon General like outlawed that. They're like, oh, this guy has no qualifications to put that in your head. But they have a technique to take their own wax out of the ear. I'll tell you. They have Ooh. a technique to take their own wax out of the ear? No, they have a technique to take the old ear wax. Out of you? Out of you or anyone. Yeah. No, but you can do you. I can do my, yes. What's yeah. your technique? They have the same thing. They can go and, they go and buy the, the little, like, uh, scraper. Yes, then, then you can take oh, it like out. Oh, a feather duster? You can get in here? It's not feather yep. duster. Yeah, they have like a... A sharp? Little sharp, yes. A fe- the, the feather duster they use at the end? Yourself? You can put it in here by the cell. You can take it out. But if normal, you don't have to do it every day. <laughs> um, Here's why I'm so close to this. this the earwax that came out of your guys' ears <laughs> wasn't like anything I've ever seen. Well, the, no, hold on. Yeah, that, that the earwax that came out of my ears was regular. Yeah. The earwax that came out of Chris's ears was regular. <laughs> The earwax that came out of James's ears, the one you just met, you heard his band, was fucking epic. It looked like Tootsie Rolls. It looked like they were pulling Tootsie Rolls out of his head. And it was to the point where it made everyone want to get their ears cleaned because we all thought we had those living in there. And also throw up. And also throw up. Callie, lean forward when you talk. Um, So, all right. Now, here's what I would like to do. This is not going to be a super long podcast. Or what are we at right now? We're at... 15 minutes. Okay. This is going to be a 30-minute podcast, but what I'd like to do... Paul, and I'm sure this is fine, right? I, don't, I think the network it wants to inspire people to travel. I would like you to. I would like to tell the things we did so far that were really out of this world, and I want you to tell the companies we did them with. Okay. And, uh, and, and by the way, I'm, I'm promoting the show. I'm not revealing anything. you got to watch it. I can't tell you on a podcast what our show looks like. But I want you to tell them how you did it, and I, the only thing I want you to tell price-wise was the first thing I'm going to talk about, and that is the, the junk boat. So describe a junk boat. TT, describe a junk boat. The junk boat is quite uh, unique in, in, in Vietnam with the sails on, and it's a very comfy bed for the people that go Very comfy trip. bath? Comfy bed. What, do you want to switch? Beds. Do you want him to switch? Yeah, yeah, sit over here, TT, so everyone very can hear you. Very close to the mic. Wow. Yeah. So a junk boat is... And then you describe it, and then I'll describe it. Okay. okay. So the junk boat is very um, uh, got 
you need to travel in in Halong Bay or Kappa uh, area because the water is very smooth and the junk boats is like very easy for you to going around and seeing the most stunning place in the world. Yeah. Also, you know, the service that the food is great and also the bed it's very comfy for the people to stay overnight. So let me let me let me explain to you guys what a junk boat is. A junk boat is ultimately a Vietnamese houseboat. It's three stories. It it has how many bedrooms does ours have? The one we stayed on? Six. The, the big one had six. Six bedrooms. Mm-hmm. Uh Everyone had, a bathroom. Everyone had a bathroom. Everyone had a master bedroom, like a like a like a king size bed. Ceilings are tall. Ceilings are very tall. You had a huge dining area with a table that had that looked like it was for a jury. I mean, it was like fifteen people yeah. table. You had a top deck with with with, uh, with lounge chairs, lounge chairs, and 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 then you had a whole crew that worked for you mm-hmm. that fed you that. Uh, that took care of you. You went swimming. They dropped the ladder. Yep. They were fantastic. Um, deck, sun deck. A sun deck. That's what yeah, I said. With lounge chairs. Yep. Yeah. And now, how long would you say that was? That had to be. How long I'll, did I'll we sail? One of the boys. Hey, how long uh, do you think that junk boat feet? was? Sixty yeah. or seventy feet. Yeah. Yeah. 60, 60, 70 feet. It was a big boat. It was beautiful. a big craft. And here's the beautiful thing. It looks straight out of an Agatha Christie novel. Like if you had ever seen, if Google Death on the Nile, it looks like that. It's all old teak, all dark wood. It's all, it's all wood. And so it's all finished beautifully. Everything looks absolutely beautiful on this thing. I mean, it is, it is a work of art, but it is comfortable as well. And it's cool and it makes sense. And how much did it cost per night, Callie? $100,000. You don't want to give the exact price? I can't, no, 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 don't if you don't want to. I'll tell I'll just say it was I, I don't know, but I'm going to guess it, it was about seasons? $750 a night. Yep. Oh, but it changes per season cuz we're kind of on Very off much season. Better. So what is what is it what does it cost? Probably like 500 to to 700 for private book. Yeah. If you're going for the room, you know, it's like uh like uh, uh Joy with the group probably maybe two hundred. Two hundred bucks a room. Bucks a room for the night. With food. With food and like a package or three hundred, depending on yeah. the boat. Okay, can I can I ask, where could someone find this as someone from Vietnam? How would someone in America, which these junk boats take you into, um, uh, I keep saying Napong Bay, um, how, how long Bay? They go to Google and and should. Local fixer Vietnam. Local fixer Vietnam. <laughs> tell let me, me. <laughs> let me. T- I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. What's, what you want? You got a you got a website people can go to. Yeah, I can have. I what have is a, it? I have a website called localfixervietnam.com. Oh, localfixervietnam.com. And and, and 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 I'm sure for an extremely reasonable price, uh, you can get TT to put you into what we got into, and what we got into was amazing. Mm-hmm. Get your friends. Come to Vietnam. You're you're look. You're 35. You're 33. You're 29. Your friends are making money. You're making money. You're about to change speeds in your life. One big trip. Make it Vietnam. Come down here. Go to Halong Bay. Contact TT. He will hook you up with everything we did. And what we did was spectacular. And spend a couple nights on a junk boat in Halong Bay. It is. Epic. It is genuine, and I'm only sharing this with you because I believe it's epic. Um, we went rock climbing, climbed up 20 meters, 
uh, then swam out to our junk boat, go down the in, in, into the fishing villages. I mean, how, how you can go kayaking. Oh, you can go kayaking. You can go paddleboarding. Paddle There's so much activities to do. What else can you do? And you can and go solo rock, rock climbing. They do so rock climbing. They can go fishing. They can go. Oh yeah, uh, fishing. Uh, you can go on the. Know. Tubing. It, it, oh, yeah, they have the yep. tubing. Yeah, tubing but, There's all these know, beautiful private beaches best, or like secluded beaches. The best thing is do in Halombay probably kayaking. You know, if you go and kayaking in Halombay. No, no, describe Halong Bay to, to let me. I'll describe it because I know what people are thinking. Do you know? Do, go, you ever see the movie The Beach, where you see Leonardo DiCaprio swim into this secluded island, and you're like, and you're like, oh, where is that? It's in Halong Bay. Is, that is where you find it. Huge, sheer cliffs with with trees growing out of the sides of the cliffs, covered in cliffs. The cliffs look like trees with my hair, like thinning, but you can totally see the cliff, but you respect it because he's got power. And and the beaches are are just white, and the water is crystal clear, and it's clean, and it's amazing, and you're by yourself. There's no one out there. It's not like 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 Havasu at spring break. It is it is Halong Bay and no one's there. And it is and the food on the boat. We had what are those little shrimps we had that were like octopus shrimps? The shrimp are the mantis prawn. Mantis oh prawns. Gosh, those were delicious. Oh, it's a little difficult to eat. Your fingers are going to hurt, but they're amazing. Fresh crab. We call it fresh crab. We uh squid. We have stir fries. Oh, the squid. Oh, don't even get me started on the fucking squid. I could eat squid all day, every day, for every fucking meal. The food on that boat was spectacular. The food in Hanoi, uh, even better, I'd argue. I mean, the food everywhere we went into. I don't want to tell you everything about the episode. You got to watch it. But the food in the show is fantastic. The activities are top notch. I haven't even shared what we're doing tomorrow. And I don't want to because it's our fourth act and it is next level. Are you charging these? <laughs> TT, what's the best time to come? Yeah. Okay, the best time to come into uh, Vietnam, probably uh, from April uh, to end of July or June. Uh, end of June? Yeah. Or July. And September to uh, November. June to November? Well, a, he skipped a couple months. Skipped a couple, a couple months because months. the couple months it's in summertime in the north of Vietnam. Hot. It's going to be 40 degree and 95% humidity. Oh, it's just disgusting. So that's going to be amazing to taking photos. It's all the time for photographers to come to travel to Vietnam. Yeah. But for tourists, a little bit too hot. Yeah. Yeah, You're maybe. from Halong Bay. You grew up there? Yes, I'm from Bay. I grew up there. And the area have like more than 3,000 of islands in the water. Like uh, basically they raise in the middle of the ocean. And that is where the best seafood in Vietnam. You, can, you cannot find any other area have the fresh seafood and taste it as Halong Bay. Yeah. And their limestone, all the... Lambstone cast, they have a lot of cave. You just go over there, you discover some cave. Or they have the cave there, maybe, uh, I don't know, 10,000 square meters inside the cave can fit like a lot of people in that cave. They found a few very untouched caves uh, in Halong Bay. 
but Halong Bay is the World Heritage Site and it's very well protected but when you go outside a little bit they have uh, like four, three, uh, three different bays uh, it combined to Long Bay's and few another bay all the way go to the China border and this is all limestone mountain and that is amazing Vietnam really is amazing Oh, talk about the rice. You were talking about the... Um, mm, you were saying, yeah, you were saying that during a certain time, time of season, of year, yeah. the rice changes colors on different levels. Okay, so that is Halong Bay. It's the north, um, the northeast of Vietnam, but by the sea. If you go to the northeast of Vietnam, up to the mountain near the China border, where it's just on the right terrace. And that's just, um, it's about like... For your 400 kilometers from Hanoi, you can go in there in October. You can see just amazing how the rice, uh, the rice field up to the mountain, and you see the local people there. They they cutting the rice with traditional clothes. Also, the rice have a many many different color, quite similar like in you know uh, not as uh, autumn in, in, in America where in the, the fall time this is when the tree changed the colors oh yeah so it's why does the rice change colors amazing well yellow rice the rice the change rice. color is like <laughs> I don't when know. I don't it's very young rice this is super green this looks like grass this looks like a, a football field yeah. yeah, it's so smooth like the football field that was kind of racist that you looked at me inside after, that after three three after three months, the color changed to yellow. That's been ready for harvesting. That's why they, they, the, the color changes when you see the any photo or north and northwest of here. One, two? Um, yes, please. We're our whole crew's here, and we are, and we just wrapped. So it's a little chaotic. Everyone's trying to charge batteries. Weatherly's loading media. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Anything interesting? Yeah. You got any footage from the motorcycles? Yeah. You do? Really You've seen it? Yeah. yeah, just a few shots. Can I see it real quick? Yeah, Oh, it's here right now. Oh, that's just... Try to show the, the one when you go and you buy the, uh, by the lake. You know? yeah. By the lake? I don't, oh, yeah. I don't know where it is. I, she just, oh, so we just show me anything on the motorcycle. Anything on the motorcycle. Show the shot that I got a we cool Russian Minsk. Is it called a Minsk? Uh, Minsk, yeah. Yeah, I, I rode on a Russian Minsk kit today. Uh, and no one thought, I, Andy was like, you're not going to be able to do this. It's because it, the traffic is that. I mean, Google Vietnam traffic. It is that chaotic. And the bike is that temperamental. So at the while I was riding the motorcycle, I had to, I had to keep it throttled. I had to hold the clutch, keep it in first, and then brake. So I'm holding the throttle with my left hand. I'm holding the brake with my right hand, but I'm also throttling with my right hand. And I'm trying to work the... I'm trying to... Oh, this is fucking fantastic. Yeah. It looks good. Awesome. Yeah. It's just like he the like, scariest thing to go into. Yeah. You look like, holy shit, what I'm doing. Oh. Right, you have to just keep moving. I feel like you oh, can't so stop and run over. No, what was crazy is you'd stop in traffic and all of a sudden would... All of a sudden, everyone would kind Everyone's of siphon stop. into what was any open area on the street. So you'd have, you'd have. When everybody's honking. They everyone's like honking. honking. They like honking because they like, especially Did you, you are Western. They're like, oh, Western guy. And then Did that's you just honk your horn a lot? <laughs> I didn't have a horn. TT goes on my, gives me my bike, and he goes, yeah, there's no horn. Oh, and he goes, your horn is throw the throttle. Yeah, mm-hmm. the gas. 
Like I'm a, like a, I'm a Harley, uh, like a Hell's that's Angel. Awesome. That's great. I love oh, this. That's, just, that's the shot. Polly Bon, Polly Donuts. Pause oh, it, come pause here, take it, a look at this. <laughs> what are you looking at? Look at the. the we're looking at the footage from this. The motorcycles. Try to show it in, in, in a chaos area when you go to the cafe shot from the top. Oh, that yeah, 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 yeah. You, didn't, you didn't realize what you were going through, but yeah. from the top. I didn't see that. Yeah, I didn't know you what that was. Yeah. Yeah. You said it. You go to the top. About to get really crazy. It's gonna get crazy when you pass out. Oh yeah, but I was saying that the entire time. <laughs> I was like, I was losing my shit through that. Then you'll see what the it's like a roundabout that's insane. Nobody knows where they're going. They're just walking. There's a guy that walks right through the chaos, and there's cars. And oh, that's the other thing. Oh, yeah, What's yeah, this? Look at this. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, you went through this. It's amazing. Where, where, it looks where? like. No, they're coming. They're coming. Yeah, we got kids today coming. Right before you guys got there, somebody crashed on their. Yeah. <laughs> are you serious? Yes. Where are we? There you go. Look at these people walking. There is no rhyme or reason to the traffic no, or no, pedestrian. No. Look at that. Look at, Look at that. that. Holy shit. Oh, that's the mattress guy. He's got this like guy had mattresses on his yes. fucking... Mattresses on the back. Dude, it's so funny. Motorcycle. Whoever's in front seems to lead the way, and everyone just kind of like Follows. schools in. This is what fish look like. You're coming up. I, 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 took it I think it's the I'm next. <laughs> that went the traffic in the town. You guys have seen it. Oh, that is yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, this is awesome. So yeah, I understand yeah, that you're sport, huh? listening to us watch footage of us shooting in Vietnam. But well, I hope this podcasting. Ins- I hope this. I hope this uh, inspires you to watch the show because the footage is ultimately spectacular. The camera is amazing. Yeah, man. Just put a clip of it up. No. I think they, we will, but like after, well, yeah, when the when the show's gonna premiere, okay. we put it up now. They forget about it. They're like, yeah, did that area. <laughs> Traffic. Look, see that. I love, I love about it is is there's no stoplight. Mm-hmm. It is just yeah, that's the area. No stoplight. That's why I took it. Exactly what I said. No, there's stop, nothing. Like, no, no signs at all. It's basically everywhere. first come first serve. It's basically you if I'm you no, take the initiative. I'm 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 gonna have this, a like lower lower bar that I can go yeah. first. I mean, look how close they are to the cars. Yeah. And then someone just walks across, and it's, it's almost like, like it's like... She the, under the bicyclist. <laughs> <laughs> the rule in crossing traffic in Vietnam is you walk at a steady pace because all yeah. the other drivers judge not to hit you. You can't so it's, <laughs> Look at this. this it, looks like they're, it looks like a fucking... Bumper cars. But it looks. In the United it States, this would be a disaster. <laughs> yeah, no. This would be no. a disaster. That guy's just that guy's just slowly walking like you fucking. Guys are coming up. Oh wait, is that them coming up? Oh wait. This would be road rage. People would be screaming. Oh yeah. Oh, that guy fell down. I think that was a clip. Out there, this, uh, junction. this is insane. Here's the other thing about so Vietnam: there's no road rage. There's no road rage. Yeah, people honk, but they, they don't get mad. They honk to let no you know where they are. Yeah. Yeah. Honk, that's me. No honking. Honk, that's is me. that a golf cart? I'm on the way. Yeah, there's. What are those golf carts? Yeah. TT honking mean. Those are. What does it mean? Honking. That's mean that I'm I'm going this way. Hold on one second. It doesn't mean. 
like it, it, no it's just like okay I'm I'm here so make sure that someone next door like ah uh, like next okay so I know you're there so I can know how to drive so even to, the buses do so it. to point out what those were Kristen those were golf carts but they're tourist, tourist, tourist no, destinations, so they put them in a golf cart. They put them in a golf cart so that they get to experience the traffic. So we'd go through, and there were Americans in there, and they'd see me, and I go, "What's up?" And they go, "Oh my God!" And they start taking pictures and lose their shit. Oh, that's that's why we go Okura. Let's show the Okura, the Okura. Like when we're going, like many different streets and something like that. The Old Quarter, yeah. The Old Quarter, crazy. But let's see. Let's see what the traffic. I want to see like the driving. When we went into, is that where we were? The old quarter today? No, that's earwax. <laughs> oh, this is earwax. Oh, oh can, earwax. Oh, oh can you just? Earwax. Can you just? Yeah. Sh- you gotta go forward. Gotta go forward. Gotta go forward. As soon as he gets in his ear. Oh God. No, don't. No, 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 no. Please, 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 please. It looks so good. This is after. It's a big great episode. I mean, it's just so yeah. raw. This is so raw right here. <laughs> <laughs> You're just on the freaking sidewalk. You got sidewalk. a makeover on the side of the street. I hope this isn't. Hey, oh, here we go. Here we go. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> look at the look on his face. Look at those tools. Look at those tools. They're so sharp. He does crazy. not look happy. Holy fuck. Is it even tweezers that grab it or is it just a fucking stabbing? He goes in with tweezers, but he was going deep with him. Oh, it is tweezers. And then he pulls oh, out gross. a fucking Tootsie Roll. <laughs> he, he, he was working on this one for a while. He was like, I don't want to break it all apart. Right now he's pulling his head back. He's pulling his head back. He's like, no, no, I'm still working. He's like, there's more. Do you realize how little of this my daughters would do? Here we go. Here we go. I can, I can, he's almost got it. Oh, he's so scared. He's like, holy fuck. All right. We should probably start watching footage because all anyone's doing is listening to us go, oh, what? Wait, there he, oh, okay. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> look at his face. It doesn't look pleasurable by the look on his face, but I got it done. You didn't see Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's the Tootsie Roll. Oh, my God. I don't know. Listen to me, listen to me. No. I feel like I have that in my ear, maybe. I doubt it, but maybe. You never know. Listen, shh. Oh my god, it's right. That was in your ear. I don't know how that was. He's gagging because you gag someone on them. You scare him. You gag? I did scare him. You scare him. Like he already freaked out when it's like put some tree in his ear and oh put it out God. something. You say something and look at him oh, like this guy is like so emotional. Like he could get in the tear in second. If you oh, put yeah. maybe two more yeah. sentences like on his face, he's like oh. Yeah. They got a makeover on the I street. did I did intimidate them about the makeover. He got a straight razor shave on the street and then uh, Chris got a haircut and then we pulled Tootsie rolls out of James's ears. And wax out of yours. Barely any. Yeah. It's not even mentionable. No. I, well, I wanted a lot more out of mine. I was looking forward to it. Do you hear? Do you, are you hearing better now? I'm hearing a much better. Okay. Much better. Your ears are less itchy. They're never itchy. I, I have very clean ears. Well, bamboo told me it gets the itchies out. Who's bamboo? Come <laughs> meet him tomorrow, so oh, you can that? listen a little more to me. 
Yeah. Now. Uh, right now, I hear everyone on the podcast going, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? Uh-huh. I know. Paul wants you to listen to him, too. Well, I don't All listen right. to fucking anybody, okay? okay I know. Listen. Okay. I know you don't. What, what, why are you putting drama from our show on the fucking podcast? I listen to me. And you only. God, that's why they call me the executive producer. He listens to me most of the time. I listen <laughs> but I to just mostly to agree with him. T.T. I've definitely listened to T.T. Yeah. Yeah, when you're... A show like this is made awesome by a great fixer. Yeah. Because we don't know the country. I mean, we know we can do the research we do, but when you get get a good fixer and someone can tell you, you know what you guys are forgetting, you're like, what? And a lot of it's like on the fly. Like I had said very aggressively, I want to get my ears done. I had said it because David Cho, David Cho, who had talked about it on Rogan's podcast, and I was like, I got to get it done. He talks about them sticking the ears, shit in your ears. And so I was like, we got to get that done. And clearly... That was a, one of my favorite Highly. things ever. Yeah. One of my favorite things ever. Had Dale not said to me to get uh, make sure I knew how to drive a motorcycle uh, two years ago, I would have never known how to drive a motorcycle. Had I not, I would never have seen that Minsk and and realized what a badass opportunity that was. Mm-hmm. That was the coolest thing I've done in a long time. Yeah. That scene is only in Vietnam, Laos, and Cambodia. Seriously. You don't really? see it as a Minsk. I'm buying one in, in the L.A. They're from Russia. I don't think, well... It's very different because everything is like very smooth, like driving it easily. Oh, it was, Here, oh yeah, I was about to say that, that was not a smooth motorcycle. <laughs> see that? After 10 minutes, oh, my hand, oh my god, it's my hand, it's so hard. No. You heard me, right? I was like, I couldn't move my hand. That was the worst clutch in the world. Well, and yes. Weatherly was my shadow the entire time. I kept going, hey, if I can't drive it, you're going to need to grab it. And when I get caught in the netting when we're scuba diving with whale sharks, you're going to need to get it. Hey, check my gear real quick. You're going to need to get it. So, um, yeah. So you that was... You on the motorcycle, What's I mean, that? You rocked it. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. I had a but lot think, of fun on that motorcycle. I, I think you had a good time when you were riding around, you know, uh, with the gnome. I had a, I had a blast on the notor- motorcycle. Yeah. I had so much fun. But it was, it was, it was also safe... Because you know, I didn't. I knew you were. You had a camera guy on front, on front, in front of me, so I knew I could follow you and not get hurt. Yeah. So, but there was one time when you went through that light, and I was like, uh, I don't think I'm gonna make it. And I just punched it like I was in L.A. Like, <laughs> flew through it. This lady's like, oh, those aren't the rules here. <laughs> Isn't it? This is about I think, uh, it's mostly I think lights are so. just suggestions. Yeah, in I really do. Yeah. Well, I think it's confidence. You gotta roll with. Is that it. what that's for? Got it. Don't oh. look at my I penis. I had no idea that's how you got up there. I thought that was a cup holder. I thought that was a cup holder too. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna take this out of this room. I think we've, I think we've pretty much come to Vietnam. Come, come to, Vietnam. to Vietnam. Visit you guys talk about what's coming up tomorrow, or is that not? I mean, I feel like we should. I'm gonna post it whenever I get to internet connection. Oh, okay. So I feel like that would be a little bit. I want people to. I don't know. Yeah, I want a teaser. It's uh, tomorrow is going to be epic. It is a full, uh, full. I mean, I, I think we're gonna have to have Sherpas. I mean, it's it's aggressive. We're it's a big, long day where we stay out there and we go to one of the most amazing locations you could ever imagine. This is this is. Uh, I know everyone liked the New Zealand episode. This is right on par with the New Zealand episode. It's so, Vietnam, not New Zealand. It's Vietnam. No, I know it's Vietnam, <laughs> TT. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
What? What did you think I got confused in the middle and it's like, we're in New Zealand. I don't know where I got this Vietnamese guy. Hey, you're in Vietnam, you don't mess with Vietnamese guys. You don't mess with Vietnamese guys? Because when you mess with one, you mess with tiny guys. We just want to say this is fucking awesome. This is real swell. This is the coolest thing, man. (laughs) (laughs) We couldn't sleep without just saying, like, thank you guys. This is dope. (laughs) Oh, good. I'm glad you guys are enjoying (laughs) it. You're not going to be able to shut up when we get back to the end. You should have Everyone sleep well, all right? You too. Good night, guys. That was a really great... It's a great way to end it, but I'm not ending it because I'm taking it into my room by myself, and I'm going to whisper secrets into your ear. You can unplug it. I'll plug it up here. Two seconds? What are the odds? Tyler, is there anything you'd like to... Hang on, let's do a solo interview. Tyler actually listens to my podcast. Tyler, is there anything you'd like to say about this trip? No. Perfect. (laughs) No, I'm excited. This is going to be a good one. Especially tomorrow. Oh, are you motherfuckers in bed? Oh, you can scrap this idea. (laughs) Like you're cuddled up like a bunch of little chickens in the hen house. I'm podcasting, motherfuckers. We're on a train. The last overnight train I was on, I robbed. I'm looking to rob some motherfuckers tonight. I'm gonna get, can I be big, Igor? I can't. By the way, I, but now as a 42-year-old man with a little bit of hindsight, I can't imagine what nearsighted thieves these were to rob this train. Like, rob any train. There's not a lot of millionaires here. Why not find a place where some real money is? I know that hurts everyone's ears, but I can't help it. It's the dinkum. Oh. Uh, shut the door, Paul. All right, guys. Do we have beers in here? We do. Yeah, oh, we're, we're locked and loaded. All right, and here is me, wine, Andy, wine. Sales, and Paul. Sales is the one who probably won't speak at all. Andy sounds like he's straight out of uh, a, a Ron Howard sitcom. Very <laughs> uncontainable. Well, golly darn. And, uh, and... Paul's the one that's going to be barking all his words. Brr, that sounds good. So, uh, now listen, I'd like to apologize to everyone. I know you guys are not fans of Kristen's. And uh, <laughs> she was talking aggressively. Was it Mrs. Hyde? No, Mrs. Hyde's not out. She's, uh, she was just, she just had a, she just is, you know, I, maybe she was meant to be in front of the camera. Does Kristen listen to No, Kristen doesn't know how to download a podcast. She was like, am I going viral yet? And I was like, no. <laughs> no, you're not going viral, Kristen. Viral but she, viral. here's the thing, is that when you work with her, everything she's, she really is... Oh, I guess so you guys will just be charging all your shit, and we'll just charge nothing in here? What? Oh, hey. What, like, oh, no, never mind. You have your mind. outlet open? I didn't, I didn't see I had an outlet. What the fuck? Okay, so, uh, but Kristen is, Kristen is one of our favorite people. We love her to death. But, uh... I can understand what you guys are saying. That night, though, I aired that podcast that with Peter Jackson. She was a beyond tipsy. And if you think you got an ear beating, you should have hung around my room after we taped that. Kristen has got a, a guitar that she was not quite certain she wanted or didn't want. And was and Paul passed out on the bed. Just as drunk as we might have sounded, we were. And we slept. Uh, but that was an abrupt stop. Oh, we're stumped. <laughs> That was like out of nowhere. Did we hit a cow? All right. So, uh, 
You guys excited about tomorrow? Did, did I'm excited. Get, did we ever yeah. find out what time we're going to arrive? Oh, I forgot to ask. Uh, uh, you know what? I'll go... Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit more excited about the end of the journey. I, I, I do want to see the cave. I wish yeah. it wasn't... So, okay, that's the teaser, guys. We're going to a cave. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's okay. We're going to, like, the and world's Sally biggest... Sally speaks. We're going to the world's biggest cave. Now I'm not going to talk anymore. I mean, these are the things we're talking about. And this season, I think it's just gotten big, next level. And I think we're doing shit that... I think we're doing shit that's... I gotta be honest with you. It's all fucking bucket list shit. I didn't even know I had in my bucket. Like, I, I cannot stop talking about that goddamn junk boat. I want people that listen to this to get... I want them to get, like, four couples, right? Yeah. Four couples and go to Vietnam together. That's the most expensive part is the flight. Find yeah. a time you can fly to Vietnam this cheap. Get yourself on a junk boat with some friends. Go get on some scooters in Hanoi. Have a blast. What a this, the food is amazing. The drinks are amazing. Everyone's accommodating. They all want to sell you shit. Vietnam is absolutely everything you never knew you dreamed of. It is spectacular. And it is such a cultural flush of, of, of what we know as culture in America. It just, it dumps you. It's, it's, it's a reset button where you're like, all your senses are on overload, and you don't know what to expect next. I mean, it's just such a thing to sit in a restaurant and just just go, oh, I guess, okay, I guess we're having coffee. Because <laughs> they oh, just put it in front in of you. Sit in an alley, Bert. Sit in an alley and having a meal that you love that you're like, I'm sitting in an alley. You're sitting in an alley just next to an old guy. It's like, you know, think you know, if you have intimacy issues, this is not the place for you. If it is, like, that we sat down on these stools in an alley, and then this old guy just sat right next to me and started slurping his soup up. And I was like, in my head, I was like, I thought this was our table. And he was like, I'm fucking hungry. It is. I wish we could talk a tad bit about Japan, but it, you know, this, the way this trip works is you remember what is immediate to you. The the way this show works is you remember what's immediate to you only because every day is like um, is like a shower of emotions, visually, um, your taste buds, your your thrills. I mean, this is season as we've we're jumping off the world's tallest cliff jump this week and last week in in New Zealand. We're yeah. talking about doing something epic in South Africa. We're going. We're thinking about going to Tanzania. To what's the beach in Tanzania, Paul? Well, there's Zanzibar Island. There's Zanzibar. Zanzibar. Yeah. I mean, I'm fucking 42 years old. I never in a million years thought about going to Van Zanzibar. Now, here's the thing. You guys know me. You've known me for a long time. That are listening to this. You know, I'm a very regular dude with regular anxieties. We were on a ship today. That I was panicking on because it was just very loud. It's on YouTube, you can see it. The point I'm trying to make, and one of the things that Travel Channel never intended to happen, but did happen, was Metropole. Uh, my juice, juicer's almost out. Never mind. The, the, go. <laughs> Hold on. No, this is my maybe problem. This, no, maybe this, this is, is my something problem, we not problem. Maybe I'm sure. Wait, what if everyone's in their car? Like, what about his juicer? <laughs> it's, it's his. Hey, Paul. Yeah, you got a no, plug right I, there. I, I, you don't have an I, adapter. Guys, continue. I'm I'm working okay. on my own uh, okay. my own issues here. Okay. You got this, but that's not going to work, right? So no, that's not. Is? That's definitely not going to work. Paul, I can help you. Okay. If you just bear with it for like two minutes, I can totally help you with the fucking. What about this morning? 
driving the boats through the fishing village. That I mean, oh. as all the fishermen are leaving for the day, which is what they do every day, and we're there at at dawn. Can watching. I tell, them. Can I tell you what was what? I, what really kind of struck me is that. Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm off. Okay. But like I usually do. We're all uh, grown men with families or wives, and and. Uh, and it, I think our perspective of seeing that is more. Could you imagine doing that, living there? We see it from like what, where we are and what we have to that. These fishing villages are. It, it ju- I, I, I can only describe it crassly. It's a shanty town on water. As, come on in, Callie. Callie, come on in. It's, we have it's, questions for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks like Waterworld. And that's that's crass. It's but it looks like Waterworld. What about the crying baby? Speaking of being dead. Yeah, it was so interesting. There's certain there's certain uh, there's certain universals in life, and that, that you that once you experience them, you can never see them another way. And a crying baby, as a parent, is one thing. That is just simply one thing. You don't see class. You don't see anything. You just see a crying baby. And we were going through this fishing village on our dragon boat, where there was a crying baby, and I just felt it as a dad. Because I heard the mom talking to it. And at 6 in the morning, when you hear crying baby, your only instinct is, shut the fuck up. Like, I am not ready for this. You are starting my day off crappy. And I heard that, and I I was like, wow, that's a fucking straight-up universal. But the thing I was going to say was that... That, uh... Those parents aren't going off to their jobs at IBM or... And there's no no other room. Or Applebee's or whatever. They're going to... They're going on a boat. Yes. And, and and dragging nets, and they've got to paddle the boat themselves. There are so many things that put perspective in it. The thing that put the most perspective, and I say this quietly but respectively, respect, respectfully, respect, respectfully, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Respectfully is that I think when you have something in life, and I think I don't think the boys would mind me saying this. You look at it and you go, "Could I go back down to that?" Could I do that minimalist? Could I live like that? And the the kids were taken. They're they're musicians. They're they're in their twenties. They're young. And their life has not started yet, technically. And this trip is so different from them than any of the other travelers because they looked at it as like a parallel move almost. Mm-hmm. And they and I and as I was saying that to the crew and to them, they were like, "Yeah, I mean, well, I think he said, I mean, if you work." I bet they. I bet it would make their days if they worked at Chipotle. <laughs> like, like, but, like he's like that would seem like an easy work day. <laughs> but it was like, like it was yeah, it was so interesting to uh, to share this trip with these kids because I keep calling them kids. We've called them kids the entire time, but they're just young and everything's so fresh to them. This is an entirely trip flip podcast. I want to inspire you to travel. I, that was what I was going to say earlier, and I'm all over the map. But I have been drinking, and we are wrapped. So that is okay, but um, but I, you know me, I'm a very regular guy. I'm 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 not I'm not I'm not a, a fucking the guy who's the guy who does the Travis Pastrana. I'm not Johnny Knoxville. I'm Bert. Uh, I have a I have a base level fear of flying that you that is well documented, and uh, and and I and I'm scared of skydiving, but I've done it, and I've done all these fucking things, and. And I hope to God you listen to this and you go, you know, I feel like Bert, had he not got lucked into this great job, 
could have been me. He could have been working at a carpet factory or, or selling boats or selling used cars. But the one thing we can share is this travel. Traveling is so, I mean, you know, and, and you can do what I do. You can watch my show and do exactly what I do. You can, that's the greatest thing about this show. Yes, there are some certain things that we get access to that you will not get access to. That is, like you're not going to be able to go skeet shooting with Joe Rogan. That is not going to happen for you. Um, you could do everything on this episode. Probably, yes, right? Everything. You could do all of it. I mean, we did and the hard work. We found it. We're not giving you stuff you can't, you can't afford. Now, listen, you may not be able to afford the whole trip, but you can find the things you like, pick and choose, and do them. But what's great about... Southeast Southeast Asia is that once you're here, you can spend fifteen dollars a day. I mean, yeah, your whole like dinner yeah. is five dollars a person. I mean, beers are twenty five cents a glass. It is so cheap to stay and eat. And wait, say that one part about the beers again. Twenty five cents a glass of beer. I mean, think about that. We're getting sandwiches. The other day, Paul got coffee and we got sandwiches and we felt like we ordered a lot and Paul looks at me and he goes it was four bucks yeah. I mean I'm, I'm, we're not exaggerating it is so cheap to, and it's delicious it's not like you're getting some crappy food it's delicious and you and you'll see the places there are people that are eating go eat there mm-hmm. there's I mean there's there's places all over the place Vietnam is is no bad food well I'm sure there's bad food but we've had good food <laughs> there's no yeah. bad well, I got to a chat thread. Don't trust birds podcast. I got food poisoning. Get your shots. That's the most expensive part about this trip. It is. We started our malaria pills way too early because <laughs> we're going yes. to this cave. And there's but you don't not... always have to take malaria pills. We took them because we're going like in the jungle. Yeah, we're going the in the jungle, jungle. Then you don't need malaria pills. Yeah, but it's uh. Yeah. We're probably being overly safe because I didn't get one mosquito bite. Well, and also, if I get malaria, we shut down production. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you bounce back from that. No. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think I think the one thing I want this podcast to do right now is just inspire you to travel. You know, I, I only talk about it because I love him, but Ari is one of those guys that I feel like he's manifested his own life his own way with traveling and seeing the world and I kind of get inspired by him when he says, you know, I was in Switzerland, I went skiing. Where did you go skiing? And I was like, well, shit, would I have gone skiing had that not been part of my itinerary for Trip Flip? Would I have gotten myself into the Swiss Comedy Festival like Ari so he could get into Like, Ari really genuinely kind of has this, like, wanderlust that I, I, that I completely respect. And I remember talking to him a long time ago, and I was like, I remember... Just, you know, you talk shit about yourself to friends, and I was like, I was like, said something, and I was like, well, you know, the nice thing about me is that I don't think I'm a threat to any comic. I don't think any comic would like want my job. And Ari was like, are you fucking kidding me? Ari was like, I would love to have your job. He texted me this morning, and he said, hey, I want you to do something on right, right before uh, his uh, storyteller show premieres January 29th. And I was like, well, I get back from Africa on the 25th, so. If I can do it the 26th or 27th or 28th, I'm in. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what? What about earlier? And I was like, yeah, I'm in Africa for the month. And he was like, Ari was like, you motherfucker. Like, and you just forget. You, but you can do that. You can do that. You just kind of plan your, plan your, 
Now I'm drunk. Let's be honest. What? There may be comedians or, or anyone in life who, like, makes a ton of money, but we get paid to travel the world and do fun shit. Yeah. That's not... That's most people don't you, have that opportunity. You sometimes yeah. you lose track in the day to day grind of like, ah, why are we not doing this yet? Or why yeah. we need to shop from there or whatever, but we're in Halong Bay on junk boats in this amazing We keep repeating Halong Bay and junk boats because it was it we did we heard junk boat and we I, I think we had seen pictures, but you know you forget what the image is before you go mm-hmm. and then all you hear is the notes you get before you go and you're like so that's when we go to the junk boat and you're like oh fuck and you're like oh this is gonna be a nightmare I remember thinking to myself can I even take a shit on this thing <laughs> and, and then which by the way why would I wonder if I could shit on a junk boat but, but uh but yeah we are we are very lucky I'm very lucky I am the, mo- the luckiest guy in the fucking world. I'm well aware of that. And I think the only thing I ever want to do with it, that's why I don't charge for these podcasts. That's why I don't ever put advertising in this podcast. I'll support products that I love, but I don't want, I, I want you to just enjoy them and I hope you enjoy them. But more importantly, and I feel like if I only have one service, it's to, is, you know, one of the, is just inspire you to travel. Get yourself out. And, and one of the things, and I, I've said this, wholeheartedly and stop me if I'm making this up this season specifically I picked a couple locations that were not super user friendly to a tra- to a travel network per se uh, I know for a fact I mean I don't want to spoil but like and I don't want to say that where you're living isn't like the best travel spot but there are places I've been that I knew were amazing Ohio's number one Ohio's one of my favorite states in the union I fucking love Ohio I said we argued this sales and Andy you remember when we did this yeah we argued the most beautiful state in the entire union yeah and we went through all the states and we've been through a lot of them and we came down with Ohio Ohio has it all they've got so many big cities they've got so many trees they've got so many different landscapes and when you get out on the Lake Michigan it is fucking spectacular and Cleveland rocks it really genuinely does the we went to uh, Wisconsin we went to Cleveland Michigan Alabama Alabama I wanted to show people Alabama and I remember when when we we were like who it's it's such a hard sell because Alabama just doesn't have this like visitors welcome uh, kind of history it's so, so. It's but, not sexy. It's not sexy. I mean, That's what it is. Well, but it is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Baby. yeah. Dude, and it's sexy in the NASCAR kind of way. I will. Leanne's from Alabama. Leanne's from Georgia, but split time on the border between Alabama and Georgia. And I knew how beautiful Alabama was, and I was like, it is. We can, we can just show everyone what's so great about Alabama, and fucking goddamn if Alabama isn't. One of, my, one of my favorite memories ever I always go back to these visual memories Is riding Indians through uh, Talladega National Forest mm-hmm. it, 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 Indian motorcycles Not actual uh, <laughs> just, I just wanted to Clarify yeah. No we were riding actual Indians I mean it, it was slow It took a while <laughs> We got through it I mean <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was so just fucking travel. But I think what's cool about the 
about everything too is if you can't get to Vietnam, there's places within the United States you can still go and explore. That's, that's yes, that's you're what sorry. You're getting at. Yeah, is that there are some that there are some places that people may not seem it may not seem sexy, but you'll have a blast. Utah. You'll have a fucking blast. Utah, Utah. was Utah was Utah that's was insane. insane. And then we got to finish up the season with New Orleans. Uh-huh. And, uh... New Orleans? Uh, North Carolina. Oh, we yeah. probably shouldn't say these, because we haven't... Oh, yeah, yeah, we, we, we scrap them. Scrap them. They're done. <laughs> We're not doing them anymore. We're doing brand new episodes. <laughs> um, But yeah, I had to do this podcast. I'm on a train. I haven't, I haven't been on a sleeper train since I robbed it, I, and, looked, I mean, I, obviously, I, I came home is, on one. This is like going back in time because it's like from the 1960s. It hasn't changed. Kelly, no one can see you opening that door. <laughs> hey, we're I'm, I'm oh. trying to wrap up the podcast. Kristen, hey, yeah. do we have beers in here, Paul? Yeah, oh, we yeah, do. Okay. Cool um, right okay. And I don't mean to uh, interrupt this, but what time does this train arrive tomorrow? Six a.m. Six twenty. That's 6.20. Oh. But you hear that, Andy? Be, it could be a little bit late. So, I think it's too early to wake up. It could be a little bit late. Hey, shut that door so we don't hear the yeah. outside. Yeah. Um, That's boring. We're going to go find the food cart. Do you want to go? What? Uh, I want sticky food rice. Cart? Oh, my gosh. They have yeah. corn stalks. TT's taking us to the food cart. TT? By the way, TT is a fucking home run. He's awesome. TT's wired. He's got this, he's got everything a little bit wired. Yeah. Unlike that one fixer we had that was possibly a pimp. Which, which one was that? Uh, there was a lot of weird Season things. one. Yeah. Sales knows who I'm talking about. Oh, he hired two prostitutes to do it. He is like the best. If you come here and you can hire him, he knows everyone, he knows everywhere. Look, more importantly, go to travelchannel.com. Go to TravelChannel.com. You will find all the information for our stuff. All the research Callie's done is on TravelChannel.com. All the research Bill's done. All the research Sean has done. All the research that all the people before us, it's all there. And you can do these trips. You can get the app. The app, the Travel Channel app fucking rocks. It is so fucking great. The Travel Channel app, I have it on my phone. But uh, just go to the tra- go to, go to Travel Channel. You can find everything. And and I, I know that I'm, I'm technically... Not on the clock, so I shouldn't be talking about the the brand or the or the network, but that I distinctly and genuinely believe that what that what our network does is so goddamn inspirational and so fucking fun, and we have such a fucking blast doing it. And you know what? The and the thing I keep saying to everyone when we're driving scooters through, or I'm driving a motorcycle, they're driving scooters, is is uh, anyone can do this. Yeah. Anyone can do this. Five dollars. Five fucking dollars. <laughs> like that, I kept losing my shit about it. Like anyone gets to do this. Snack like cart. snack card. <laughs> Close call, everybody. Close call. Um, but like, uh, I like, I just, I just genuinely thought to myself, anyone can do this. And I was like, I'm on the scooter and I'm thinking, get on the train, talk about Vietnam, talk about. I wanted to talk about Japan, but I'm already kind of. It's like Japan's cool too. Japan was, Japan was amazing. The only thing I'll ever tell you, and, and I'm getting into this, and I know I'm going to do an episode with this guy. And we have the footage. We have the vi- depends on. I think everyone received the Peter Jackson thing very fine. The uh, the podcast. It turned out really well. Everyone liked it. And we're going to talk to the network. Paul and I will be a part of that. But we will have full length interviews we do with with 
experts that we find really fascinating yeah. that we can only put into yeah. like a five minute clip or a ten minute yeah. clip, and we'll and we'll post we'll try to post those on the yeah. Birdcast, sure. and uh, because we did one with um, with a Zen Buddhist monk. Ah, yeah, and it was great. so fucking awesome. I had such a great time, and uh, and you know talking to TT Fixers a little behind yeah. the scenes, but you know what. Everything's a mess these days. My Twitter, my whatever. I'm fucking. I should wrap this up. All right, guys. It's getting late. Sometimes you gotta rob motherfuckers. So, train's starting up again. Everyone's going to sleep. Is there any questions you guys have? Are we good? Good. Callie, Paul, Andy. Callie, what time tomorrow morning? Sometime between 5:45 and 6:45, the train will arrive. Right? It's not going to be early. It's not going to be early, so it's either going to be six Set the alarm to six. seven. Should we say six to seven? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm assuming I'll get up because of you and, guys. And once yeah. we get there, we have ten minutes to bolt, right? Finish. Yeah. So we're going to try to start moving the luggage out of the cars, cars, and then all like. How will we know when we're close? Teaching. I think the train just stopped. Everyone's like, get the fuck up! I mean, I've been on rides before. There's not like, the conductor just come by and go, Paul? Paul? Oh my god. Yeah, it's shining a light on my face. I got this 900 aluminum light, and I fucking. I thought it was on the lightest level, and I walked it on the junk boat. They turned the converters off so you couldn't, like, no, there were no lights. And so I go into Paul's room, and I thought he was in the other bed. So I hit the light, and I just shined it on his face. He goes, Jesus! Jesus! TT and I will get up. Yeah, you, uh, Callie, you should set your alarm for like 4.30 to see <laughs> yeah. you so sort of a... You know what, Callie? I don't have any idea. Let's me and you pull an all-nighter. No way. Not, but we have two more. <laughs> Is it bad? Uh, leeches are bad. Leeches. Look, there's some of the stuff we do on our show you probably won't want to do. <laughs> no, this, this you have to do if you come here. Really? It is... It's one of those experiences that I think... It just, you go there and it is incredible. I mean. Yeah. And the leeches, I mean, I would I would go through the leeches. I'm doing it again. If the leeches were that bad, I wouldn't do it again. All right, top, let's, let's, this is how we'll end this podcast. Top five, top memory on this show where you were like, oh, fuck, I, I got to do that again. The glacier. The New Zealand. The New Zealand glacier. I've hiked eight oh, hours yeah. to, to sleep. The Burn, fly, burn. What's it called? Virtual Burn? Earns Love. Earns Love Burn. Um, the Glacier was... That's the most amazing thing I've done on this show. Yep. That's in last week's episode. I'm sure they're running reruns of it. Just type in Trip Flip New Zealand. You can see that right now. Earns Love Burn. It is uh, the glacier where Frodo and Sam and all them walk behind the waterfall. And it is glacier part waterfall. And it is... Uh, it was bre- it's, bre- it's actually breathtaking. And uh, me and me and uh, Augustina Cynthia cried there, and I kept wondering why do you cry when you see pretty things? Mm-hmm. Like when you see something overwhelming, why don't you cry? I kept thinking, why aren't you turned on sexually? Like, 
Why can't you just, like, when you see pretty things... You didn't have a boner? No, I did not. <laughs> uh, Sally, you... I mean, we were all emotional, right? Yeah. I mean, we, we were all like, yeah. this is amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. It was amazing. Best part of it was the uh, the ice water bath. Yeah. Oh. Wait, after you guys did that, we all wanted to get yeah. in, too. I mean, yeah. I, it was... Awesome. Remember the suspension bridge in Switzerland? Switzerland, yeah, that was pretty insane. So, yeah, that was another one of those. Like, I, I hope I could get back here in my lifetime, but I don't think I will. I always register them as things I'd like to see with the girls. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, I, and number one on my list was swimming with sharks. Yeah. Swimming yeah. with sharks was and, and like. How did you do that? I did it, and it was. And by the way, there was a couple moments in there. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, fuck yes, mm-hmm. like I'm doing this. I'd like to take them swimming with bottlenose dolphins. I did that for the trip. Another show on Travel that's, Channel. That's it's an hour special. I'd like to take him to do that. Uh, I don't think I'd take him to go see the whale sharks. I think they'd be scared as fuck. Yeah. Um, Maybe when they're older. The Buddhist monk we, that we did worked with in New Zealand or in Japan is coming out to LA and he's coming to my house and he's going to do something with me and the girls. Lead us to a meditation because Isla is aggressively into meditation, <laughs> but she she doesn't believe that. And it, she believes it, it comes from an app because Leanne's got it on an app on her phone. So she's like, it's the app. I do the app, Dad. So um, what about you, Andy? He's asleep already. Okay. Um, yeah, all right. I would say the buffalo hunt. That was oh, crazy. really? That's, That's interesting. interesting. We take the helicopter in. That was crazy. Oh. And the cave. The cave is one of those things where you're like, like you said, you'll probably never get back here. Or it's just going to blow up. They're talking about building a tram that will take you all the way up there. And then it'll ruin it. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, I see what you're saying. When too many people go and they put lights in and walkways and all that kind of stuff. But it is, it's amazing. Like, it's nothing you've ever seen. What about you, Paul? Uh, I skydiving over Fiji. Yeah, you've done that. Done that. Uh, scuba diving in Fiji. You've done that too. Both of those were uh, pretty spectacular. Those were activities we did on the show, and you stayed an extra. That I stayed a couple days with did, Barb. Yeah, did for my wife. And you did with Barb. Um, I agree with John. Hernslaw Burns was the most beautiful place we've ever seen. I, that I've ever seen. I, it's um, <laughs> it's just remarkable, and the helicopter ride to it was unbelievable. I don't know that those three things are kind of stick out in my mind. Well, you know what? Also, just being on the sailboat for four oh, yeah. days in Fiji, and and eating the food that these guys who just live on boats prepare. Yeah. that was a Fun experience. Yeah. Oh, the the boat the, life. For the very days. the very last night when, when uh, sales, me and Tyler went up to the front, and all the guys that worked on the boat were hanging out. Yeah. And I said, "We said, what are you guys doing?" They said, "We're having our cava ceremony." They're like, "We had the yes. real stuff, mm-hmm. and we do this at the end of the thing." And we and well, I mean, we drank. Yeah. We must have drank like five bowls of cava each. Oh yeah. And I was off my ass when we went to that next boat. And I don't even remember anything that happened that night. <laughs> I was off my ass. That kava ceremony was 
and that was like it was legit like they were it was none of the stuff I mean not that the one we had for the show was legit as well but when you do it like in private without a camera yeah you almost want to pull your cell phone out and take a picture it's like everything needs to be on it was that was fucking amazing alright I don't want to sit there and rub in what what fantastic experiences we've had I want you to hear them and say um you know what Bert I'm not doing shit I could work a couple extra over hours and 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 do something badass, and uh, and do it. Just do it. Just do it. Be inspired to live life. Carpe diem. I believe in that. Um, I believe in you. I hope you have a fantastic week. I will be. Uh, and and hey, just for all this, if you're like, oh fuck this guy, he's got it too good. Well, for the record, I'll be flying for the next. 40 hours <laughs> to get back <laughs> because we got to take a, a plane from where? Where are we going, Callie? We're going to Dong Hoi. Dong Hoi to Hanoi, right? When we travel back, Dong no. Hoi, we'll take a flight from Dong Hoi to Hanoi, and then we have a seven hour layover, <laughs> and then a midnight flight to Tokyo. Where we'll arrive at 7 a.m., and then we'll stay there until. We have like a nine-hour layover. Yep, until 5 p.m. And then you're going to L.A., so you have a shorter flight. You have an eight-hour flight because you're going with the jet stream, but everyone else has a two-hour flight. Yeah, so there is a little bit of a, you know, yeah, there's an uphill battle with this, but, but... And tomorrow we'll be covered with leeches. Tomorrow we'll be covered with leeches. But you know what? Some people are into that shit. So we'll be covered with leeches getting on a five-hour, six-hour hike. Six-hour hike. Six-hour hike into the jungle. Where there are king cobras and tigers. And hey. And ligers. They're not ligers. They're monkeys. Oh, that's a monkey? Oh, I thought it was a tiny lion and a tiger when they had a baby. <laughs> I guess, wait, why could, could a lion and a tiger have babies? It's a tie-in. A tie-in? No, okay. <laughs> I thought a tie-in is when you uh, incorporated a product into your show. Yeah, that's a tie-in. <laughs> Like the Travelocity uh, Romino. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. I love you guys. Have a great week. I will see you in LA. Oh, uh, New Year's Eve. I'm at the Irvine Improv. Uh, January 29th. I'm at the. This is the worst time to do the fucking shit. January 29th. I'm in that. No, I don't think anyone cares, Paul. I'll be in Miami. January. No one, in Arkansas, no one cares. Uh, December 24th. <laughs> what did you share, anyways? <laughs> sales. sales. <laughs> well, oh my god. Well, you look tiny in this fucking. This is a train made for Vietnamese people in 1974. And John Sales is 6'3. Oh, well. John, where are you going to be this season? I might be stuck in this bed. He's going to be at a masseuse. All right. I love you guys. And I really do love you guys. <laughs> Take care. All right, guys. The rest of this podcast is taped at Songdong Cave. I think I'm saying that right. Song, Han Songdong Cave or Songdong Cave. Just type in the world's largest cave in Vietnam. It is absolutely spectacular. You'll hear me talk about it. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. New Year's Eve. Irvine. Tampa. Calling sick to work show. All right, guys. It's Bert. I am... Uh, Sorry for last night. I do not know how that ended. I do know 
that we were teasing when we were going at the end of the show, but I think it slipped out. So I thought I'd talk to you and wrap up this Vietnam trip flip episode. It's just a Vietnam episode. I'd shoot video in here and put it online and make it a video podcast, but quite honestly, the beautiful network I work for that has footed the bill to show me this spectacular location that is only the only place in the world that deserves to be called awe-inspiring. I mean, I've fucking seen some places. I've been so goddamn lucky. I know who I am as a guy. Moderately talented. Uh, I'm a good comic. I think I'm a lazy comic. I think I could be a better comic. I think I'm a shallow individual. I I have a hard time meditating. (laughs) I have a a short tolerance parenting. Uh, I'm a good husband. I don't cheat. But I don't listen and I don't help enough. And uh, I'm a good host. I'm a, I'm a pretty good producer on TV. But I, I, but I don't deserve this. I, I'm not good enough to, to do this. Like this is amazing. It's the one of the world's biggest caves. And this is where we're sleeping tonight. And I, I, I hope this just implores you to just tune into Trip Flip. It's my show. I love that show. Uh, and I know that some of you that get my stand-up go, but yeah, but it's it's not your stand-up. Well, it's not my stand-up. If you want to see my stand-up, go see my stand-up. And, uh, and if you want to see spectacular, just awe-inspiring locations, that then that's this show. And that's what I do on this show. And my God. I mean, this thing is huge. I'll walk you over here so you can hear some of the trickling. I'm... The sun's setting. I got a headlamp on. We just got done the hike. It was about a six-hour hike in through the Vietnamese jungle. And I got to be honest with you, all I could think to myself was, and, 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 and look, I told you who I am. You know who I am. I couldn't be in the Vietnam War. I mean, I can't imagine doing that hike daily with the threat of everyone you see Wondering if you were going to kill them or if they were going to kill you. I mean, we went into a small Vietnamese village, just like you've seen in every movie that you've ever seen about the Vietnam War. We walked in. I swear to God. I mean, it was spooky. I mean, Oliver Stone deserves everything he's got because there was an old woman sitting on her, like sitting like a catcher looking out a house, uh, like a hut that was missing a panel of wood. And she was just staring at us as we just, the film crew just walked through her village and then stopped and had lunch and played with their kids. It was so, uh, I mean, it was so amazing. It was such, it was such an amazing experience, but all I could think was just empathy for 19 year old boys who go, Go through, went through that and, and the empathy for the Vietnamese people who went through that and the fact that I'm hanging out with our fixer last night drinking wine having a great time and thinking wow 50 years ago we were enemies me and him me and that guy would try to kill each other that makes no fucking sense and I don't know if I'm pensive and somewhat emotional because I'm in this 
absolutely gorgeous location. And like I said, I've, I've said 19 different Vietnamese names of places I've been. I don't remember the name of the cave. Just Google Vietnamese world's largest cave. I'm camping on the riverbed. Uh, and it is, it is amazing. And, and, but to get back to what I know about me is I'm not super special. I'm not, I'm really not. I got, I I don't, I'm not, and I'm getting to see these things, but you can get it to see them too. And I think they change who you are. I think it changes your, your spiritual makeup. And I think it changes your consciousness. And I think it changes the way you perceive yourself. And I think that if you let your wife travel or your husband travel, or you you take your kids to travel and do things that aren't Disney. Look, there's nothing wrong with Disney. Your kids have to see Disney. I mean, look, let me restate that. You're fucking your kids. Let me restate that. You're screwing your kids over if they don't get to see Disney or Universal. But uh, but send send your wife and her friends on a trip. Let Let her redefine her spiritual makeup. You go on a trip by yourself with your wife, or with your buddies, or take one of your kids. I always read this. I read this cool story about Gwyneth Paltrow's dad um, and how he he uh, he took her to Paris. He wanted to be the first man to show her Paris. A little creepy. Now that I have kids, I'm like, ah, fuck. My my kids shouldn't see that. I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's just like it's like oh, I want my kids to be the first guy they see naked. That, that's kind of the thing, but uh, but I thought it was cool that he took his daughter somewhere. I was like, I want to take my daughters to New York. I want to show them New York with my wife. I want to share that with my wife. I want them to see New York. I want them to be old enough to respect it, but uh, but young enough to not see homeless people and feel sad or see the guy in the Elmo outfit dancing and go, oh, that guy. It's a guy. Just be like, oh, dad, look, it's out, you know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. We still got to shoot some tonight. We just walked in. We just took these packs. I way overpacked. I brought my podcasting equipment because I wanted to podcast in a fucking cave. <laughs> but uh, I'm having a uh, small glass of whiskey. and I'm going to sleep. Uh, we're going to shoot. We're going to sit by the fire, drink some rice wine, I'm sure. Because they brought it in. And, uh, and And that'll be our night. And I'll wake up tomorrow morning, and I'll sure I'll try to take some pictures. And but you know, Instagram can't show you what I'm looking at. I hope you can hear the this tranquility going on in the background. Thank you everyone for watching trip watching trip flip uh, last Sunday night. Uh, it was a smashing success. Uh, it was just sincerely a smashing success. It was the best we've ever done, and uh, that was that is the greatest thing to hear and that is the greatest thing to feel this show that I love I love the people I do it with even though I know you guys Kristen drives you nuts she is there's a lot of amazing things about her (laughs) I don't want to stop talking to you because I feel like I'm talking to me and I don't want to stop talking to me I wish my wife was here I wish my wife was here so bad it's so funny the little things you fall in love with in a person is like I like watching her get overwhelmed by shit I'm not numb to it I'm not numb to it, but I can be. I can totally be numb to it. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen things, I've seen things that my my mom couldn't fathom after a bottle of Kim Crawford. 
uh, and I've seen them. I've seen them in a rush. I've seen things that I, mean, I got a private viewing of the David. I mean, anyone could see that, really. But you know, you get up right up close to the David, and you're like, no one else is there except for the great, great, great grandson of uh, Michelangelo's apprentice. And not that that was impressive. You're like, I get it. I didn't track the lineage. I'm not on ancestry mingle.com or ancestry. It's one of my jokes. I'm not on ancestry. How do I fucking know? But we were rushed, and I was like, this is really cool. All I could look at was his dick and wonder why his dick was so small. That's all I could wonder. Why is his dick so small? And I kept saying that. His, yeah, but the, I, it's out of proportion. <laughs> it's out of proportion. And he's like, well, he made that because you're looking up at it. And I was like, no, 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 no. Because he had to because he had to make the feet the same. You had to, you're going to be staring up at the thing. And initially it was supposed to be on top of the Sistine, uh, the, the Duomo. I think it was, up, it was supposed to be there. It was supposed to be higher. So they uh, they had to make everything. Michelangelo had to make everything. I hope it was Michelangelo now that I think about it. Who the fuck? Yeah. But uh, he had to make everything in proportion so that you would see it from the ground level looking up. And the head would look as this to the right proportion as the feet should look. So that's why the hands are so fucking big. Is the hands need to look the same size like when but now when you see it because it wasn't supposed to be that low and he got to the hands and they were like oh let's put it like five feet and he was like dude i made this for a fucking i'm sure he was, he was like hey listen you don't tell me a fucking thing okay do you know who my dad is my dad's michelangelo also <laughs> yo mikey yeah i always had this i used to have this joke when i first moved to new york that uh look at me i'm sitting here doing stand up in the game this is not stand up these are horrible jokes this is why I don't write jokes. I tell stories. I used to uh, um, have this joke about <laughs> Michelangelo just being a regular Italian dude, like like any other Italian dude. And I and I I think I first wrote it when I moved to LA, but I, all I could see was Brett Ernst just grabbing his balls, shouting up to a window where Michelangelo's studio is. He's like, "Yo, Mikey, yo, Mikey, you coming out?" And he's like, "Nah." He's like, are you carving cocks up there? Mikey's carving cocks. This guy. So my point was, Michelangelo, I said to them, why? I, finally, I was like, proportion, proportion. But what I was really saying was, his dick is so fucking small. And uh, the guy goes, yeah, he had to make it that way. I was like, what do you mean? He goes, uh, if you made it, like, if you made it even just a little too big, that's all anyone would talk about. Even back then, they'd be like, "Do you see the dick on this guy?" <laughs> like if you gave him a Dirk Diggler dong and just and just <laughs> like then everyone would be like, "I mean, he really focused on the dick. He had to make it like kind of smaller." Um, I'm sure, he took a load of shit for it. Um, but all right, I just wanted to touch base after last night. I felt like I, I feel like we got. Uh, like I don't know where I left you. I don't even know where I left off. I'm gonna probably have to edit that one a tad bit. Uh, I don't know. I, I want you guys to take this trip to Vietnam. Do please uh, call my buddy TT. Okay, I know he gave you his info. Call TT. Go to travelchannel.com. Get all the info for this trip. It'll be up. But you can call TT if you have plans to go to Vietnam beforehand. Call TT. Call TT. He's fun to party with too. He makes me laugh and I'll fucking stop. Uh. All right, I think that's it. I might try to talk to you late night, but uh, yeah, go out, get inspired, do some, get on the, get online, find something you always wanted to do, and do it. Take motorcycle lessons. I rode motorcycles in Vietnam; it was so much fun. Take scuba lessons. We went scuba diving with whale sharks in Japan. I, I couldn't have done that if I didn't have scuba lessons, and I got to pet whale sharks, whale sharks, whale sharks, 
Where, I feel like Alan Iverson, we're talking about whale sharks. We're talking about whale sharks? Like, sh- not sharks, whale sharks. We're talking about whale sharks. Um, but yeah, so, uh, I hope you can hear everything going on. I'll take you over to the Vietnamese little circle of trust. They're making dinner over fucking a wood burning stove. They just grabbed, brought in a bunch of branches. We had these badass porters. You won't see that in the show. But these dudes carried everything in flip-flops. I was in uh, Danner hiking boots that possibly are ruined. And these dudes were wearing flip-flops. I guess plantar fasciitis is like a fat white man's disease. Considering me and Bobby Kelly are the only ones that ever talk about it. How's it? Okay. Let's wrap this up. Uh... Go out. Be inspired. Get inspired. Go online. Find something to do. Get into something you haven't done before. Take your wife. Send her by herself. Take her with you. Take the kids. Love your family. I'm doing my job right. One of my travelers, Chris, is, uh, is sitting by himself. Just staring up at the cave hole. I mean, the cave hole is probably, I'm going to say, 20 stories up. We're 20 stories below. Uh, it is opened like a mustache. It looks like a like a mustache, for real. I mean, it's just straight across, and then it arches. And we're 20 stories down, and it's all rock. It's all rubble coming all the way down to the bottom, which is water, which is a river that runs through it. Fantastic fucking movie. And then, and then there's an island in the middle of this cave that we're on. The island's probably the size of... I'm going to say half a football field. Uh, maybe a little bigger. Maybe a whole football field, but shaped like an island. It's not a square. And uh, the river surrounds the island. And that's how big this is. And I'd say the ceiling is probably, I'm going to say, 10 stories. So this cave is massive. And there's trickling down water over on one side. And we've got about we got a bunch of tents in the back it's all crew and porters and whatnot, and they're uh, they're making dinner so I'm going to go have dinner uh, alright I'm going to be back in LA I will uh, do a podcast probably with Joey Diaz or someone uh, soon I know I'm doing I think I'm doing I don't know I think I'm doing Rogan soon watch Archie Fears uh, Storyteller's show starts up in January just keep checking your DVRs set your DVR for Trip Flip. I don't know when, when it comes back, but the hour special is rerunning from New Zealand. It was fantastic. Thank you so much, everyone that watched it. I am rambling. I haven't even started drinking yet. One glass of whiskey. You ready for the last little sip? A little toast. To life. I didn't think it would be this good. I definitely don't deserve it. But I won't fuck it up. And I won't, uh, I won't take it for granted. Ever. As I drink whiskey. Maybe I should just not drink at all and live forever. <laughs> Wrong podcast, asshole. <laughs> this guy likes to imbibe. So, cheers to Vietnam. Oof. Oof. That was a lot. It was a mistake.
Oh, that was a big mistake. I wish I could take that back. <coughs> oh, I hope one of these porters brought in a beer. Would it be ironic if a porter brought in a porter? All right, bye.